24 of writing comics. This is brought to you by my website, Two Infinity Studios. I have my comic, The Wild Cosmos, on sale on there. And then that's it this episode. That's all it's brought to you by. Um, some updates. I talked about last episode how I lost the artist for The Wild Cosmos, Morrow, which sucked. It was frustrating. I've been searching for new artists, and I think I found a good replacement finally. Spent like two weeks searching, and it was a headache. But I ended up finding someone. Luckily, they're doing a test page right now, So, but their sequential art is really good. That's something that you should always make sure you look at when you're finding an artist is sequential art. That's a mistake I made as a beginner. Uh, you just look at like art styles, the way they draw characters, but sequential art is really important, finding an, an artist for a comic. So they're doing a test page. It should be done any day now. I'm not sure when this episode is going to be uploaded. I got a uh, email from Apple saying that they uh, they were going to do some maintenance on podcasts. So if you upload within the next two weeks, it might have a delay on when the uh, podcast actually gets uploaded. But it should be uploaded at normal time for like Stitcher and everywhere else this is. But just not sure about Apple. So we'll see when it actually goes up. And then also news on the Wild Cosmos. I have a publisher that's very, very interested in the Wild Cosmos. Created their own publisher. So that's awesome news. Super exciting, man. And uh, I should have something to announce for that pretty soon. I just have to check if they're okay with the new artists as well. That kind of threw like a monkey wrench into that whole publisher deal. So we'll have, to, uh, we'll have to see what happens with that. I'll send them the test page, see what's going on. But hopefully we'll have some good news within the coming days for that. Getting, getting a publisher is huge. And then uh, working with a new artist off to see if they want to continue the story or start over or just publish like two through five, two through six and just have five issues with them. But I mean, this first issue that I self-published is still like the beginning of the story, but my storytelling style and my vision for the project has kind of changed since I made that. So we'll see what happens. And then I also talked about my other project with In Hiatus Studios, uh, The Dragon's Kin. Uh, that came out in their anthology Shards Volume 2. That was the first issue, 22 pages. Um, and then I heard from them they want to continue with all six issues for that. I think their plan is to release the rest of the issues on Comixology separately, see how it sells, and then if it sells good, get a trade printed with all, all six issues collected so i'm hoping that uh, i'm hoping that we can get that trade it's nice to have something physical it's cool seeing this first issue in print in the uh, shards anthology volume two and then uh so yeah it'd be nice to have like a trade all dedicated to the dragon skin so i'm excited for that project uh, they're going to send over a contract soon and then i'll get to work uh scripting the rest of those five scripts for that six issue story so exciting news on both of those fronts and then i have a couple other creator owned projects that i'm uh that I'm working on with artists and right now it's just all about management pretty much. I have one artist that's available in January. He's going to do one issue in January. January like February is his little uh, time. I'll pitch that around, maybe do a Kickstarter for that one. And then I'm kind of just make managing where I want to put my money as far as developing other pitches and which artists are available and when I would be at the Kickstarter these projects. So it's all about like management right now, especially now that I have time off from work with my injury. So um I mean, I've heard it's bad to kickstart in December because of the holidays coming up. So I don't know if I want to wait until January. That kind of like puts me behind. If I have a project that's ready to kickstart within the next like month or two, I might have to wait until January. But I want to fulfill these kickstarts much sooner. Like it took me over a year to fulfill that the first Wild Cosmos issue. So especially if I get a publisher for the Wild Cosmos, I want to get these things done, man. It'd be nice to get all the rest of the five issues done within like six months so they can start releasing it 
publishing and I'm still going to have to kind of kickstart even if I get a publisher because that will help recoup the cost for art and such. So that stuff's expensive. So it's going to put me under debt if I have to pay for all that on my own without using Kickstarter. I don't really know what to expect from Diamond and from sales from the, uh, from the publisher. So we will see what happens. Um, yeah, pretty much waiting on news for that. We'll see. So November, I told you guys November was going to be character month. This episode 24 is going to be about the main antagonistic force, the MAF. Um, that's otherwise known as a villain or opponent, or you can call it the main antagonistic force. Uh, antagonistic is somebody working against your hero, against the story. You can have multiple antagonistic forces in the uh, in your story, but your MAF is that main source of uh, antagonistic force. They're that main drive against your hero in the story. I'll give you a few tips for uh, for making your antagonistic force and uh, when you're writing. Um, I think it's good to figure this out early, like I told you in my writing process. This is part, this is one of the uh, components that I put into my pitch document is that antagonistic force because that is gonna drive the whole story. That's gonna be uh, your source of conflict throughout the whole story. You'll have other antagonistic forces that work against your hero, but this is just that main uh, force that's gonna be against your hero. So one of the biggest points I put into that page document when I'm writing the antagonistic force is the, the MAF's goal. You want that to be the opposite of your hero. Um, it has to be opposite. If you have two different goals, um, if they're if they're not the opposite and they're they're too disconnected, then your story is not generally going to work. Like, if your hero's goal is to save the princess, and then your MAF's goal is to destroy the land, or destroy destroy like the five nations, the five kingdoms, whatever, then that's not going to work. If your hero's goal is to uh, save the five kingdoms and then your antagonistic forces goal is to destroy the five kingdoms and that's gonna work like you want them to be the opposite like that so in your pitch document besides the goal of the main antagonistic force you're gonna obviously write how they look you might get character designs from your comic artist or another artist I usually like to get them done by the comic artist I think I've said that before but they're the ones that are gonna be drawing it the most to find out what they're comfortable with You'll also have to write uh, their desires and motivations. That's kind of like their backstory. What makes them this way? Um, usually villains or uh, antagonistic forces, they are, think that they're good. They're coming at it from a point of view that what they're doing is righteous, what they're doing is right. So you're going to want to write that. A good uh, good villain thinks that they're in the right and that they're, they don't think that they're evil, you know. Another tip is you want them to be truly evil. If they're just kind of bad people, that's not good. You want them almost to like an exaggerated amount. You want to push them to the extreme. A weak villain equals a weak hero. And the way your hero gets power throughout the story is defeating a strong villain. If they defeat a strong, uh, if they defeat a weak villain in the climax of the story, then your hero really wasn't that powerful. It makes the story less meaningful. So you want to have like a really strong, a really evil villain. So you want to find your MAF early. Um, it'll be like one of the first components when you're writing this pitch doc, when you're first brainstorming the concept and the theme and the log line. You're going to want to think of that uh, MAF early to help drive the story 
It'll help give you tons of new ideas for your outline and for scenes that are going to happen with that antagonistic force. So the reason it drives your story, because the MEF equals conflict, and conflict is the fuel to the story. You can't have too much conflict. You want to have as, as much conflict as you can put into a story is how much you want. That's literally like the fuel. If you're thinking of his car, that's the gasoline that runs the story. That's the, what fuels it. You'll have other sources of conflict, but the MAF, that's going to be the biggest source of conflict throughout the story. So moving into like different types of um, main antagonistic forces, it doesn't always have to be like a person. Sometimes they're abstract, like animals, weather, a plague. Um, examples would be like the Matrix. You have that Mr. Anderson character, or I guess that's like the virus. I haven't watched the movie in forever, but they, it's many of them, you know? Or sometimes in uh, movies or books, you have like the mafia where it's a whole group. It's not always one person, so don't get, uh, don't get stubbed and stuck when you're trying to think of like one villain for your story. Every story is different. It doesn't always need that. I usually write them where you have like one person and they'll usually have henchmen. The henchmen are kind of like going after your hero throughout the story and then uh, usually go by the the motto of big, bigger, biggest. So, you know, you'll have your henchman, stronger henchman, and then ultimately the villain, which is going to be the strongest battle, the most important, the most meaningful uh, um, conflict and climax in the Act 3. I read this in one of my writing books. I'm not sure. I can't remember which one it was from. Um, if I find out, I'll let you guys know. But it was man versus man, man versus nature, man versus society, man versus self, and man versus technology. That was, uh, it was like an example of different conflicts and villains, uh, different antagonistic forces that a story can be based around. As in, like, it's not always going to be man versus man. Um, those are just different examples of what stories. I'm not sure if there's more than that or if it was like... If it was this theory that that was the only type of stories that you can have, that's the only type of conflict. I don't really remember. If I find out which book I remember reading it in, then I'll let you know and expand on that. So that's kind of like the basics of writing a main antagonistic force. Um, just when you're when you're making that pitch doc and you're going to make sure they have a goal, make sure you get into the backstory, their desires, their motivations. Here's a couple of few key tips uh, when writing your MAF. They don't usually have a character arc, so they're going to start evil, they're going to stay evil, their mind's not going to change, they're not going to have a new belief like your character. They're going to stay with that goal, stay with that theory that they have throughout the whole story. That's what makes them evil. Um, and then I already talked about them having henchmen, um, them thinking they're from the right point of view, they think they're good, that's why they're going to stay with that mindset throughout the whole story. Uh, you want to have as much conflict as possible, so they're going to be going after the opposite goal of your hero throughout the whole story. That's how they're going to be clashing throughout the story. If they have separate goals, like I said, then you're not going to have as much conflict. That's pretty much all I have for main antagonistic force. That's just like a few tips for writing that pitch doc and then a few tips for fleshing out that antagonistic force. You want to give this some time. Uh, you'll do some brainstorming when writing them. I'll usually spend a lot of time really brainstorming these antagonistic forces and giving them like realistic motivations. Maybe it was a daughter that died, a kid that died, a wife that died that made them this evil. You know, you want to make them realistic.
All right, that is it for this week. You can follow me on Twitter, Curtis Writer C, Instagram, Two Infinity Studios, and then my website is twoinfinitystudios.com. Reviews are appreciated; they mean a lot to me. And then uh, the rest of the three episodes this month, we will continue with uh, characters. This is character month, so see you guys next week. <laughs>